Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the owner and head coach at Straight Shot Training. A little bit over a month ago, I posted a tweet that said, a food is quote-unquote bad for you if it's A, poisonous, B, spoiled, or C, you're allergic to it. For every other food, there may be better or worse choices for diet adherence and nutrient density, but nothing else makes it bad. Food doesn't have morality. So I posted that tweet on uh, my Twitter, which is straightshot underscore MD uh, on Twitter, and then I reposted it on Facebook and also did a screenshot of it and posted it on Instagram. And it was one of the most shared posts that I've ever put up. And I didn't get any hate mail on it, which I don't typically do because I'm not saying inflammatory things. I feel like I'm I'm kind of trying to embrace a little bit of everybody's uh, backgrounds and give some clarity when it comes to how we can kind of, of learn from each other and find the diet and work workout programs that work best for each of us as individuals. Because what works for me might not work for you, and what works for you is not going to work for everybody else. So I, I typically don't end up getting in arguments about stuff in in this circle that kind of that we have here. So if you're listening to this, you, you might also follow me on Facebook or Instagram. I typically don't get into arguments with people uh, in those groups. However, I'm part of another Facebook group where when I posted this, <laughs> about half of the people loved it and were resharing it and the other half wanted to hang me it was crazy the kinds of things that people were saying in the comment sections and the people who loved it were attacking the people who hated it and it was just this just firestorm of people attacking each other in the comments section which is something for those of you who know me that is not what I'm about so I responded to a couple of the comments uh, I didn't respond to the ones that were like uh Oh, so you think drinking soda is okay? You must also think that doing black tar heroin occasionally is okay as long as it's in moderation. That's that's not even something that I can engage in because it is it, it has gotten to the point of ridiculousness when it comes to moderation in some circles where people think just because you say, you know what? High fructose corn syrup is not going to kill you. Sugar is not going to give you diabetes. Eating too much of it will in combination with other things like how many total calories you're eating and what your your genetics are like, your family history of diabetes. Do you work out or not? Uh, do you have a sedentary job? There's so many other things that go into it other than just sugar. At the same time, when I say moderation, I don't mean, hey, you can drink a soda every day. Just replace those uh, calories that you would be getting from maybe a banana or a sweet potato and just replace that with a soda and that's fine because the carbs equal out. That's not what I'm saying. You're missing out on vitamins. You're missing out on on, uh, slower burning carbohydrates. They're going to give you a sustained source of energy that won't spike your blood sugar so quickly. You're missing out on... uh, minerals that are in both of those vitamins you're missing out on a little bit of protein that's coming from the sweet potatoes it's it's not something where i'm saying to to replace your carbohydrates with soda or replace your avocado with uh some fried food because the fat macros equal out that that's different that's going a little too far when it comes to moderation 
when I posted that, I thought in the, in the group that I was in that it would be helpful, <coughs> excuse me, because a lot of the people in the group struggle with, I, there's so many things out here I don't know what's real. Carbs are bad. Carbs are good. Meat's bad. Meat's good. Red meat's bad. Red meat's good. Coffee's bad. Coffee's good. Eggs are bad. Eggs are good. And it's like every year, there's more and more stuff that, that comes out that's opposite of the year before. And then over the course of time, if you look, if you were to like plot all of these on a graph, you would realize that it's all about how much you're you're eating or drinking. That that moderation is always going to to win on the longest uh, time curve. <laughs> that the people who are practicing moderation over the lifetime are going to be the ones who are overall the healthiest and live the longest and highest quality of lives. It's there are definitely things that you can do along the way that could, uh, by eliminating them, may improve your health depending on your personal history or your your genetics or your family's history of diseases. Sure, there's some things that probably cutting out would not be a bad thing. There are certain things that involve, like with alcohol, where that's a whole other thing where we're getting, we could get into uh, possible addictions and things like that, that you know what, maybe it, having alcohol in moderation won't work for you, uh, but it might it might work for somebody else. So when I talk about moderation, I don't feel like it should be controversial. Now, I, I was asked a while back about, well, how do we quantify moderation? Because moderation to me might be a soda every day, whereas moderation to you might be a soda a month, and somebody else it might be you know, a soda every couple of months. And that's a really good question. I definitely want to get into that another time about quantifying moderation. Uh, I don't even want to get into the science of, of moderation too much today, which I already have a little bit, but I wanted to get into some uh, some remarks that I had had when I posted another thing about moderation on my personal Facebook and personal Instagram where I asked people for some, some, uh, some feedback on why moderation is controversial. Why should it be controversial for me to say, find what works for you, what works for you is not going to work for somebody else. Uh, and what works for them might not work for you. So you know what? Go ahead and try a little bit of everything and see what things your body likes and what things your body doesn't like. And don't rely on some infographic you saw on Twitter or on Instagram or some article that your aunt reposted on Facebook that says that if you eat bananas, you're going to get diabetes. Like you, you can't just just go off of the the crap storm of misinformation on the internet because that's exactly what it is it's just it's just a non-stop feed of whatever people want to post and there's no science to back a lot of this stuff or there might be one study and then there's a million other studies that refute that evidence so i asked people after well i posted a video uh from a movie uh, the Princess and the Frog, where this alligator really wants to play jazz. And so he uh, is telling these frogs about the one time that he tried to play jazz on a riverboat and it didn't end well. What happened was there's a band playing on the boat and some people dancing to it. And then he jumps up and he starts playing jazz. Uh, and then they all stop playing and look at him. And he stares at them. And then he next scene is he's jumping off a boat and they're shooting at him. So I made a meme out of this by uh, saying that the I put over top of the band playing music that these were keto zealots. And the people listening to the music were vegan purists. And then me jumping up, I was the alligator. And I was suggesting simple moderation. When I first saw this scene, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Because I saw this scene around the time that I had posted that 
that tweet in that group about moderation, and I got just super attacked immediately. And I didn't take it personally because I know that a lot of people are misinformed, but what upset me more was that that other people are following the the alarmist culture of of dichotomous thinking when it comes to food of this is this is good this is bad and whoever they're listening to at that point has a lot of pull on how they think and that's that's kind of scary that your entire diet can be shifted by an article on Facebook or by one thing that somebody reposted so i posted that that meme and i asked people why do you think moderation is so polarizing and i got some really good feedback on facebook or sorry instagram uh, let's see find denise's quote here there we go denise said uh, because it destroys the diet industry propaganda of good or bad foods food is simply food it provides sustenance and can be delicious. Trendy diets seem to emphasize restriction and pigeonhole you into eating things that you may in fact dislike otherwise, which is going to give a negative impression and make it less likely to maintain when you can barely tolerate what you're making yourself eat. That's a really good quote. Uh, if you all um, have listened to this podcast for a while, I had an interview with Denise a long time ago. <coughs> Excuse me. This is one of the early podcasts, uh, and Denise has lost 200 pounds, and uh, she has done it by uh, being very, very uh, moderate in in her dieting, and she works with a, with a coach, and uh, she has found what works for her, but what didn't work for her was completely eliminating things. So she had to have she had to come to this um, this realization that. That, that, that dieting is not going to work for her. It needs to be a lifetime, lifestyle change. And you can go back and listen to that episode if you'd like to hear uh, hear more about it. I, I don't want to exactly explain it. I, I'd rather her say it in her words if you go back and listen to that podcast where she talks about making that lifestyle change um, and how gradual it has to be. And that involved moderation. So that was Denise's quote on Instagram. On Facebook, Chloe said, I think, and this is from my personal experiences with dieting, that practicing moderation takes time. Again, there's the key here. This is with Denise and with, with Chloe dieting through moderation, the way you, you should, where it actually involves a lifestyle change, will take time. Uh, she also said diets like keto give you results faster. People want to lose the weight in a few weeks, not months. That was my attitude. I've been trying to practice moderation recently because I've finally accepted that those diets don't work for me. Same problem that Denise had. Side question, uh, do you have any thoughts on keto and anxiety? I've had big spikes in my anxiety when I did keto. Uh, so uh, for answer that side question really quick for Chloe, actually the only thing that I've really seen on keto and anxiety was, of course, all the studies being done on keto or everyone thinks it can cure everything right now. So it's really hard to find anything uh, on keto other than what keto can do uh, and not what keto uh, can't do. <laughs> Um, especially with the way that uh, companies are making so much money off of keto products that they're pumping all of this money into ads on Google. So if you try to research anything on keto, all you're going to get is pro-keto websites running ads on it, on uh, Google. So the reason why you could have spikes in your anxiety while on keto would be the same reason that uh, a vegan could have spikes in their anxiety 
when trying to find a food that does not have animal products in it or wondering if a food might have an animal product in it. With keto, when you're hungry and you're trying to find something to eat and it can't have a carbohydrate in it, that can get tricky and that can definitely spike your anxiety. I remember back in college when I really struggled with with my eating because I wanted to only eat healthy stuff. I was studying clinical nutrition. I was studying uh, fitness nutrition. And I did think that there were good and bad foods. And it was stressful for me to go out and get ice cream with my uh, girlfriend at the time, now my wife, and how how upset that made her that based – I mean this was like an – she even told me, she's like, this is like an eating disorder. Like, you can't relax enough to eat a, an ice cream when we go out. And I would try to figure out how to make it work into my calories or eat less carbohydrates the next day or work out harder the next day. I mean, this was, I was 18, 19 then. And I was even hearing things in my clinical nutrition class about practicing moderation. But I was also reading Men's Health Magazine. And this, there wasn't, I mean, Facebook was a thing back then, but there wasn't the, it, it wasn't the same as it is now, if you all remember Facebook, you know, 11 years ago. Um, I was reading magazines. I was reading diet books. I was getting a little bit into, um, into the early days of CrossFit then. So I was thinking that carbohydrates and sugar were bad. And it was, it was affecting my relationships with other people because my diet was causing me anxiety. And that is, if your diet is called, if any diet is causing you anxiety, that is not a sustainable diet. It's not something that you're going to be able to do long term, and it's not the healthiest thing for you. Uh, so, Chloe, that might be some of the anxieties. Um, but also, uh, carbs do trigger um, some of the, the neurotransmitters in your brain. They're responsible for like dopamine and serotonin. So, um, that's why some people uh, crave sugar all the time because they're really craving. Um, just those those uh, those spikes in dopamine and serotonin, which is why, yeah, too too many carbohydrates can be bad for you and can become reliant on it. But uh, I think probably the anxiety may have come more from uh, just just the overall feeling most people get when they're on keto and the difficulty finding foods that fit into that. I'm not entirely sure, but that's something I, I definitely want to look into. Uh, Amy also said on Facebook. Uh, it is seriously so hard to self-control and discipline or practice self-control and discipline, but on the same level, not self-hate if you mess up. That's that's very – and the thing is, that's a, that's a – wow, that's crazy to see. See the word self-hate. If, if you hate yourself because you drank a Coke or you feel like you hate yourself because you eat ice cream uh, – that's this goes beyond diet. This is no longer in my territory as a coach. Uh, this is something that um, that you really need to think about uh, when it comes to to your diet. There should really be nothing that you eat or or drink that should cause self-loathing. That's that's not a, and that's not even. I really don't even think that's a product of of just something internal. That's something that's external. That's that's being fed to you that is making you believe that, that you are less because you you succumb to temptation. So, so because we are hearing all the time that soda will, will kill you, diet soda will kill you, carbs are bad, eggs are going to raise your cholesterol, uh, all, all this stuff that we hear all the time is subconsciously uh, 
changing our our outlook on ourselves uh, anytime we eat a food that doesn't fall into whatever uh, group we're a part of whatever they say is good or bad that's that's kind of crazy um, I totally get what she's saying it's, it's just it's I know that there's so many people out there who have issues with this um, and why I am so big on moderation um, after that she says it's uh, on the same level, not to self-hate even if you mess up. Uh, then after that, she says, eat those whole foods and grab a donut every now and then. Keep calm and grub on. That's that's more like it there, Amy. That's exactly uh, staying staying calm and realizing that this is food is just food. It's, it's carbohydrates, fat, and protein. There's different mixtures of them in every food that we eat. Uh, it affects your blood sugar in slightly different ways, but ultimately all carbohydrates end up as glucose. Um all fats will end up as, as triglycerides. All proteins end up being chopped up into, into amino acids. Your body does different things with all three of those. And the amounts of those that you eat over the course of the day or the ratios of those will have an effect, some effect on your the way you feel uh, and the way you, you lose uh, or gain muscle mass and the way you lose or gain body fat. Most important thing is how many total calories you're taking in. That's going to determine whether or not you lose weight and how you create that caloric balance uh, either to maintain to lose or to gain weight is going to be totally up to you and exactly how you do that and I, I don't think that that's something that that we should be fighting so much about so um, I don't know the answer of, of why it needs to be so controversial I don't think it needs to be controversial when it anything that I've said today um, I don't know why it needs to be uh, so inflammatory for me to say, uh, find what works for you and uh, don't let your diet uh, cause you to self-loathe or cause you to have anxiety uh, or to, to, for you to project that onto anybody else. You shouldn't make anybody feel bad about what they're eating. And I apologize if I've ever done this to people because I know back in the day I probably did. Uh, because I was buying into whatever I was reading, whatever I was looking at, so I would would continue to tell you, continue to tell you to be very skeptical about the things that you're reading online, uh, and look into this stuff. And when it comes to your diet, find something that works for you, and understand that that might not be the thing that works for somebody else, and what works for somebody else might work for them, and that's totally fine. You know, I have keto friends, I have vegan friends. And I can talk to them about their diets. And if they ask me for some advice or, or things that they could eat or ways they could get protein or ways that they could get enough protein and fat without getting carbs if they're keto, <coughs> excuse me, I love to help. And I have friends who, who believe different things than me, um, even outside of, of diet and nutrition, and I get along with them. It's just... This is just being people. And I feel like when we get into nutrition, we let... We let food and our belief in in how we look at food uh, keep us from being civil, and I I really don't think that that's something we need to do. So uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you have any thoughts on this, uh, please shoot me a message. My email is Johnny J O N N Y at straightshottraining.com. You can also shoot me a message on Instagram at straightshottraining is the handle over there. And uh, Facebook, it's Straight Shot Training. Twitter, it's at Straight Shot Training underscore MD. 
thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you can go off now and enjoy some delicious food, whatever it is that you would like to eat today. And I will talk to you all later.